Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Grimdark Tales podcast. I am Eric. Uh, I'm joined again by Jordan. Hello. And uh, in our last episode, we talked about the uh, the giant FAQ that came out this fall, uh, just, a, just a few days ago, really. Um, and we decided to talk about some of the things that we liked, didn't like some of the implications we think that came out of the rules that they, that they modified or added or took away. And, uh, this time around, we're going to do the same thing more or less, but for kill team, uh, we decided we should just devote an entire separate, uh, episode to kill team. So for anyone who's just into 40 K, they don't have to bother with, uh, with listening to Kill Team, and, and if they're just in the Kill Team, then I'll listen to 40k one. Uh, so, um, but I thought, you know, they'd both have potentially some interest. So, um, we printed out the uh, the modifications here, the errata, and the designer's commentary that they posted to the community page. And uh, we're just going to go over some of the ones that we think might have interesting implications for the game. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll just... Um... We're not going to read it all. It's on there, on the website, if you want to throw it. But there are a few we thought, you know, might be interesting to discuss. Mm-hmm. People might want to hear about it. And hopefully, if you guys have opinions, you'll tell us. Yeah. Because that's what we want. Yes. Um, so, I'm just going to kind of go through. I've got the designer's commentary here. It's super interesting. A lot of it is just clarification. Um, but some, I, I think, are significant. The first one is... Um, and again, a lot of these, maybe I was just missing them in the rules. If I was, it's apologies. possible. Yeah, but I mean, this one um, I thought was interesting. If a model falls back from one of my models, can my model declare a charge against them when it's my turn to act in that phase? And the answer is no. Your model is within one inch of an enemy model at the beginning of the phase, so it can only remain stationary or fall back. Mm. So, I guess the way I was thinking about it, mm-hmm. if someone fell back. Um, then I could just act normally, but it sounds like that's not the case. Yeah. Um, you have to remain stationary or fall back. And I don't know what that means as far as your own shooting, but as far as moving, you can't, you can't move normally. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, You're saying if you, if you are a model that started the turn in combat, the enemy model falls back. Yep. Then your model is left standing there. Yep. Can't move. It can't move. Apparently it has to either... The only move it can do yeah. is a fallback. Although they do say it doesn't have to be backwards. It could fall back in any direction, back. but it counts as the fallback yeah. move. But if you fall back, I'm assuming that means you can't shoot as per the normal rules yeah. for falling back. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if remaining stationary means you can shoot or um, or what. I would assume it we'll have does. To have to glance back at the rules. But I thought that was interesting because yeah. I, I hadn't thought that's how yeah, it was played. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have known. Um the next one that I thought was interesting, they just cover retreating. This is in the rule book, but yep. I think it, it is a little bit confusing. Um, a model can only retreat if it hasn't already moved. They clarify that. I think that's how we've been playing it in yeah. our games, because um, I knew it's from what it sounded like that that's how it was played. Mm-hmm. But it is a weird one, so I'm glad that they sort of clarified it. Yeah. Um, retreating is kind of weird rule in general i feel like because it's just what like a little three inch three inches well we've talked about i really think that the movement phase should be i think the movement phase should go back and forth as well yeah because having to do all your moves at once 
obviously, A, it's a huge tactical limitation because you are putting yourself out there for your opponent to then um, exploit all the moves you made. Yeah. But also, if you make a move, it then means you've lost that option to retreat. Right. Um, I would love to see... I don't think they will because they've already written the whole book. I know. That would be a really big change. Um, yeah. But I would I think it would make for a better game if the movement phase went back and forth because then you're so responding too. to each other's moves. It um, would it would slow it down, but a it, little bit. It would make it It'd be more interesting. It would make it more interesting because it would be like the movement phase was like this chess match between the mm-hmm. two players and then you'd I go into that. the other phase. Yeah, it's it's be just super like cool. deployment. Yeah. Um super anyways. Cool. Not to get off track. Um but yeah. Uh, so then the next one that a lot of these guys are just like clarifications. Yeah. That yeah. if you've read the rule book a lot, you'd probably be like, okay, I think this is what it means. And yeah. they're just clarifying. So they're not going to cover it all, like I said. But this one was interesting to me because I think I must have misread the rule. Mm-hmm. It says, when a model fails its charge, this is the question, do I have to move it in a straight line? And do I have to move with the full distance? Mm. The answer is you have a choice. The model can stay where it is or... It must move as close as possible within the distance rolled to one at least one target of its charge. Okay. So That's I had thought it could move any amount of its distance as long as it got closer. Yeah. But it has to get as close as if it moves, it has to get as close as possible. So which you means, can't go anywhere in between the maximum right. distance or nothing. So if you're like, I'm just gonna move half the distance yeah. to get in cover, you have to stay stationary instead. Or mm-hmm. move the full distance. Okay. They say that explicitly in here. They say, um, in most cases, this will mean using the full distance rolled and moving in a straight line. Okay. That, uh, I think we have probably played that wrong. I, I'm sure we have, um, yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, because we didn't know. Yeah. Um, another one, this is just a clarification. I don't think we've done this, but yep. um, can a model move vertically without a surface to climb? Uh, the answer is no. Mm. I feel like in... 40k mm-hmm. that's maybe not there's maybe not a specific i know for sure that we just like move models up and down yeah but what that would mean i guess in kill team is we either have to like you'd have to make the assumption of ladders between floors because a lot of the buildings aren't modeled with them right um, on like every floor yeah so we've technically probably been doing that wrong but i don't we, really feel bad about it we could probably just keep doing it the way we've yeah. doing been doing it because otherwise there wouldn't be much verticality in our games yeah. really i so. feel like yeah if you're listening to that and going what the heck maybe you, for fluff reasons you can just imagine that your infantry are carrying like Grapnel the ladders or whatever or, they yeah, can yeah. deploy and get up floors but if you're going to a tournament i know uh, you'd have to that's now how gw that, yeah. is apparently playing it which is you know that means maybe they could maybe they consider like any surface like a pillar or something mm. climbable. So I was going to say their kill team terrain doesn't have any ladders. So yeah, you'd have to do all really. your climbing on the exterior. Yeah, which you know, fair enough. It makes more sense, I guess, than just leaping up. Um, yeah, but you know, affects it does affect the game a little bit. Sure. Um, then there's a bunch more in there that are just um, clarifications. Mm. Um, this one has come up in our game, so I thought I'd read it. Okay. Um, says the question is if my model is obscured from an enemy model Mm -hmm. does that mean that the enemy model is obscured from my model and their answer is not necessarily you check visibility from any point of your model so if your model's head is sticking out behind a wall you can check visibility from that part of the model to every part of your target model Mm -hmm. 
So if you're taking cover behind a wall, you've got a clear shot from your model's head, you're good to go. Yeah. I know that came up in one of our games, and we were saying we play it that the cover you're in doesn't obscure your own view. Yeah, I um, feel like that's a that's a good house rule. Basically, yeah. the, the whatever thing you're leaning on yeah. to fire from behind, there's no reason that would obscure yeah. you. Or, and now I they've know, clarified that that's um, how they intended it. Yeah. Um, that's cool. And then there's a couple more. Uh, this one I thought was interesting. If a model charged and all of the targets of their charge are taken out of action before they are chosen to fight in the fight phase uh, and they were not themselves charged, can they still pile in and consolidate? Mm. The answer is they can pile in, so they can do that three-inch move, yep. but they can't consolidate because the fight sequence ends at step two. Because uh, they don't have a valid target to attack, which means they okay. then couldn't continue. I feel like, I don't know if it's come up, but I definitely would have thought they could do both. Yeah, I would have um, too. So that's good to know. Yeah. And I feel like I'm pretty sure in 40k you can. And yeah. you can get like a weird free Yeah, you get like six a free 6-inch six six move. move. Yeah, it's really um, weird. So now with like organized sort of tournament kill team play happening, I feel like good to keep in mind um, yeah. if you're playing combat stuff. Yep. Um. I think that's probably fair enough. I, I especially so in such a small board as Kill Team, like yeah. you shouldn't be getting it free. No, I mean I think it's even Oof. kind of weird and and gamey in 40k. Can, yeah, I honestly, it's I think, a little weird that you can pile in, but, right? Kill, but you know, fair enough because you find yourself out of position and the target's down, and maybe you take cover. Like, yeah, you can explain that. Yeah, yeah, narratively. I think it's it's. I think Kill Team could be a really great like testing ground though for like if they think there's any tweaks that need to happen in 40k yeah because i love a lot of the changes yeah i do too um here's one that probably i mean this might come up if you if you play i'm assuming most people aren't playing competitive kill team but maybe if you're playing a league at your store or whatever which um, is a big thing right now yeah games workshop's going hard on that yeah um a lot of these will probably a lot of these will probably it's probably worth downloading and reading yourself yeah but another one i thought was interesting it says um, is vertical distance considered when measuring between objective markers? And the answer is no. Okay. Which is really weird, because to me that implies you could just stack, as long as they're five inches from a board edge, you could stack three objectives, like In one, first floor, second floor, yeah. third floor. Um, I specifically didn't do that, because it seemed weird in that last game. Yeah. I'm honestly, this is the first one of these that I've read that I'm like, Ooh, I don't know if I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah, that's a little weird. Um, it's a little weird. It means in certain missions you could... You can really push yeah. an advantage with that. Because that means, like, yeah. Controlling one spot is like controlling three spots, sort That's of. Weird. Yeah. I wonder, though, because, like, okay. Yeah. Hmm. So that literally means, so say in our, if you haven't uh, watched our channel, <clears throat> keep an eye tuned because this will <laughs> come up in a game. Say I had an objective that's, like, on a bunker, mm-hmm. uh, which is, like, a couple inches above the ground. Yep. Does that mean I can place another like directly next to it on the ground? Because the horizontal plane is different. Oh, interesting. Because if you're, you know, because if you're not counting vertical distance, yeah. What is, does that mean that like, it has to be five inches horizontally? So can you not stack them? Is it like you aren't measuring? To me, that's kind of what it sounds like is that you couldn't have them be, 
stacked yeah. directly. My first read was that you could, but now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. I think it's the opposite. If you can't, if you are not measuring vertical distance, yeah. then that would mean those two things kind yeah. of like literally being, being next to each space. other. Yeah. Okay. I so, like that. I like that. Though. Yeah. I was confused. Apologies. Everyone. If that's the case, then if that's that, how they're that's it. a more balanced yes. way to handle that. Will it, spread the objectives out. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah. Um, that'll keep. Yeah. And that will also keep you from doing something like putting, you know, a bunch of objectives right in one spot, making it yeah. easy um, to capture. Yes. Okay. Sorry for getting confused. Sorry, right. we're working through this yeah. in real time. Yeah, I like that. I like that change. Then um, I like all these changes yeah. so far. Yeah. This one, I think, um, I don't know if we ever played it wrong. Mm-hmm. I feel like I might have played it wrong if it came up. But it just didn't. Um, if two players use the decisive move, strike, or shot tactic, mm-hmm. the loser gets to, they do still get to use it. They get to do it right after. Right. I think for some reason I thought if you lost the roll off, yours just didn't take effect. It like nullified it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's cool. It means you aren't <clears throat> totally wasting that CP. Um, yeah. And they also clarify elsewhere um, that you can't, using it doesn't mean you can then take another action in the phase with your um i think that's pretty clear from the wording but i guess a lot of people are asking so if you were curious about that they've answered you can't use decisive move and then move again um oh yeah yeah yeah. in regular order you've used your move you just cut the line right um and that's actually that's like most of the designer's commentary Mm -hmm. before you get into the um Arata, there's a couple, um, this one did come up actually, so mm-hmm. in our last bat wrap, check it out, uh, Grim Dark Tales. <laughs> Grim Dark Tales on uh, YouTube. Uh, and we played it right, and we'll be glad to know. Jesse also pointed this out, so I was looking for it once I yeah. opened this up. But Mind Shackle Scarabs, the Necron tactic that yes. allows you to like take over an enemy model and make a shooting attack with yep. them, they still have to follow all the normal shooting rules. Mm-hmm. So if a target attempted to charge or retreat or felt or whatever... If their own player couldn't shoot with them, you can't shoot with right. them. Right. Um, that makes perfect sense. Which I is think. fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish it were different. I know. I, I, I get why. That could have changed that game. Could've I mean, you still won, but I, did. I was I was distinctly winning yeah. on the table. Yeah. And At you that just, time, it yeah. was even more grim. Yeah. But anyways, that's. I feel like that stratagem, at least for me, yeah. When I read it, I wasn't 100% sure. Yeah. Um, that seemed like the correct answer. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad they clarified it. Um, that's, yeah. That's all the... Um, there's a lot of good stuff in here just to skim over, especially about campaigns, mm-hmm. um, where that section is kind of confusing. Yeah. And actually, Jesse was asking about this in the yes. Discord. Yeah. And I think we were all kind of like, I think you do whatever you want. Yeah, this is... I think it's good to, to bring that up because we might as well just sort of like share our opinion on yeah. what that rule is. And then if people yeah. have a different opinion or whatever, they can they can bring it up with us. But um, yeah, the as far as the non-specialist portions of your, of your kill team goes... I'm actually... Hopefully, I'm just going to read this one part because I think this answer is jesse's question okay um the question is how do i add models to my command roster during a campaign Mm -hmm. the answer you'll add models to your command roster when you are using those models in your next mission um so you start with 12 if you add models then you have to use them in that second mission and so forth um so he says so you can't add models to your command roster after the start 
of the campaign without using them in at least one mission. Mm-hmm. Um, other than this, there's no limit to the number of models on your command roster or the number of specialists or the total points value of the models on your command roster. Mm. So basically, it sounds like the only restriction is if you add it, you have to use it um, in the next mission. Yeah. And with fire teams, there's some restrictions to that in the rule book as right. far as fielding an old model. But yeah, you literally just within those restrictions, add whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, your roster can yeah. apparently just be anything. Yeah, <laughs> which is which is cool. It is cool. Because um, then you have reserves. Let's you, yeah, let's you try upon. everything out. Yeah. Um, but they're, they sort of, they do, um, they break down like how that works, how you choose the kill team, etc. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice to see the designer's explanation of it in here um, because that section, the whole campaign section is like two pages. Yeah, um, and I it's know, bit, it's so vague and brief, yeah. yeah. It's a bit vague. Um, so they break down a lot of that in here. So yeah. if you're someone who's playing campaigns um, like we are, um, this is actually nice. A lot of it like is clear from the rules mm-hmm. once you've read their intention. Right. But having just read the rules, you can be left feeling like... Because it's thinking like, I just take whatever I want. Right. It's like... That's that, a really. It's that not. Can't be right. Yeah, like that's <laughs> that's not a thing we ever had in 40k. Yeah, so, you don't just have a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So then after that is the errata. I know you had some stuff that's pertinent to the factions you play. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If you want me to just go over the stuff. Go ahead. Yeah. That is pertinent start. to mine. The a uh, couple that jumped out at me. The com specialist ability was changed, mm-hmm. so that it has to affect another model. Yeah. Um. I like that. I like that too. Yeah. I think it's fluffy. I think we even joked in one of our battle reports that like he's get you know he's passing himself this new information yeah, yeah, to yeah. like didn't make a lot of sense. He's yeah. obviously not being like hold on me. Yeah, I'm getting new data from me. He's the he's the sniper team. Yeah, and the comm <laughs> specialist. So like he he's folded one leg over his other <laughs> leg so that he can feel his breathing with yeah. himself, and he can make sure that he's and he can like. <laughs> He takes a shot and immediately looks in binoculars <laughs> to see where the shot landed. And then he tells himself where it hit yeah. and adjusts. Yeah. So now it makes more sense. <laughs> um, this one I love because I think I was complaining that it wasn't an option like two days before the, the FAQ. Mm. The intercessor gunner or intercessor sergeant can now take the auspex yes. um, for space marines. And they get the ability, the auspex ability. Yep. Um, Super cool. Which is really cool because... Um, it was just for attack marines originally. Yep, and it didn't make a lot of sense because there's an intercessor model holding an aspect. Holding scanner. an aspect. So yeah. awesome. There's also a ton of. Uh, we're not going to go over all of it again because a lot of it, um, it's minor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just picked a couple that I really liked. Um, but if you if you're playing like kill team, definitely check this out because like there's a ton of war gear options that were updated for um, the tactical sergeants. Yep. Um, temp- like the Tempestus and the guard got access to some different war gear and specialisms mm-hmm. as well that um, hadn't. Yeah. So some things changed. Yeah. There's some specialisms that you can't take anymore. Some that you can, some war gear that was added um, that's in the kit. So mm-hmm. it's great news if you've got those models built. Um, not worth reading it all out to you, but check it out. Um, the biggest one that jumped out at me, I'll just read um, this one. Jesse pointed it out. 
as well. The um, grenade, auxiliary grenade launcher, now yeah. does, it is affected by the long range rule. Yeah. Um, so at the time when we played it that it wasn't, I think we were doing it right. Yeah. But now it is affected. If officially, um, yeah. By long range. Um, that's it really. There's not any changes to Grey Knights. Yep. Um, Space Marine ones are mostly war gear options. The mm-hmm. guard ones, again, war gear options. Um, there was none to um, Necrons. Oh, there's... Okay, so the Necron one, the Tesla Carbine ability was changed to each unmodified hit roll of a six. Yeah. causes three hits. Yeah. I don't know how it was worded before, but um, I guess that's to stop the comps. If you took a comp specialist, he can't Adding make and then Tesla fives and sixes yeah. would make it. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Also worth keeping in mind, I guess, if you're playing competitive kill team. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is an interesting concept <laughs> on its own. Cool. Yeah, but it it could be cool. It should Doing like certainly a league. be cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, I think that kill team, uh, to its benefit, I think feels very casual, and yeah. none of the none of the rules, nothing feels like so slanted. Like in 40k, things would get so intense because the rules are so complicated and you can mm-hmm. stack rules so much yeah. that like you yeah. could press an advantage really intensely yeah. and that can really skew competitive gaming but like mm-hmm. kill team is so simple it's like the biggest gun is like the death watch frag cannon yeah not like a storm surge or something you know like it's, right. it's just such yeah. a different world a little bit less exploitable yeah hopefully yeah and it, it has seemed that way so far to me yeah i mean like we've fought very disparate um factions against each other and nothing feels the way that it really felt in 40k as far as like the disparity of of army advantages like harlequins play so different from space marines but it it's always felt balanced relatively speaking i think so um in that regard uh yeah the um they they changed one thing that they did change that i think is worth mentioning is that the fusion pistol no longer has like the melter rule mm-hmm. um, at, within half range for the uh, for the Harlequins. I think that's probably. Um, I mean, I guess I should say I think that's fine. I don't really have like a, too strongly of an opinion about it either way. Yeah, I had a lot of fusion pistols in my kill team, and they're, they're amazing. I mean, like, um, actually, again, Jesse pointed uh, made the point in the uh, Discord that the it was probably a way to um, pull back a little bit the inherent advantage that Harlequins have if uh, a fight extends beyond the original turn That's of the exactly charge. what I was thinking. Which is like... And getting like a free 2 yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it really is sort of well, like if you, if you haven't our killed... Channel, you'll see a great example of this happening. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be um, <laughs> some upcoming game and some games that already happened that... Uh, Show the power of the fusion pistol. <laughs> um, Not anymore. Oh, well, no, it's, I'm just it's still, it's still a great gun. gun. <laughs> but what what it meant, you know, was that essentially if you if a harlequin lasts through the first turn, yeah. you're gonna get nuked. Like yeah. there's yeah. there's almost nothing in now the game. Now at least you just, have that slight chance that they're gonna roll like a one. a one for damage. Yeah. yeah, and then like not be able to kill you on the injury table. Yeah. But when it was like rolling 2d6 yeah i think basically every time i've been in the situation where i'm rolling within melter range i've seems like i've gotten a six or something so it's like (laughs) horrific damage but 
Um, Although it's a shame if uh, I use my Necrons. I want you to roll as high as possible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Suddenly, Harlequins are better against Necrons yeah. than they were. Um, but yeah, the the Harlequins, um, if nothing else, they're just so fun. Like yeah. they're they're so unique and scary, scary fast. Yeah, that that's really the thing. It's yeah. like they're you're not too worried about that. No, no, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. They you all... get like it's not 40k. You're not worried about vehicles, right? Um, and that that rule doesn't impact the Melta gun because, like you said, the problem is um, that second round of combat. Yeah, basically getting. In your following shooting phase, getting that free <laughs> yeah. melt a shot at melt a range. Yeah, um, I, think like, it's a, I think it's a good change. Yeah, I think it's it's perfectly reasonable. I, it, it it's even w- with the change. It's like there's this very good chance that they're just gonna kill anything they're still in combat <laughs> with. It's it's really interesting. Like thinking about it, it's like man, you you need that fight to be over right. with the Harlequins well, as soon as you can. Don't I know? And it. what's really scary about that too is that they have a stratagem called a Sigorax Jest or whatever, where they can shoot at you when you fall back. Oh, really? Yeah, which I've never used because you've never done that. That's pretty funny. But that's crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's a good joke. Yeah. Yeah, they do it for, <laughs> they do it for the lulls, you know. Um, it just encourages me even more to use Honor the Chapter because you... <laughs> You have to finish. I it. know you just you have can't. to. I love that you like every time we've fought, you've interrupted and like you've used on in the chapter. Right, you should you really have? Yeah, to. you I really mean, should. Now with this change, there's a chance, I guess, if you're using Primaris, that the person will roll a wand and you'll just take a wound. Yeah, but like before, it was like, <laughs> oh, you have to interrupt. Yeah, if you're charged. And you have to use another chapter if you don't kill them, because otherwise they will kill they're you. They're just going to shoot yeah. you with a mouth of pistol. Yeah, Harlequins are they're insane. I yeah. mean, they did they, you know, that being a sort of a nerf, they did get a buff. I think it may have just been a typo originally, mm-hmm. but the neuro disruptor pistol, which I don't have any of those in my list, um, went from strength three to strength four. Oh, nice. Um, which it's an okay gun. I mean, like yeah. it. I think it's a little costly for what it does within the realm of, like, how much things cost in Kill Team. Yeah. Since, like, everything has this really weird, small, scalable range mm-hmm. of, like, how many things, how many points things cost. Yeah. Like, the Heavy Thunder Hammer is, like, five points. Right. The Death Watch Tri-Can <laughs> is five points. Yeah. In in uh, 40K, those are, like, 30-point yeah. weapons. So it's it's obviously a very different thing. But the the Fusion Pistol, I think, is only, like, a point more than Neuro Disruptor. Right. But it's, like, so much so better. So much better, yeah. And the Neuro Disruptor yeah. is more range, but it's, like, what yeah. you're dealing with pistols it does, at that yeah. point. Yeah, with the points, it doesn't scale. Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. not scalable the same way. And even Shuriken Pistols are good, because, yeah. like, on a 6, it becomes AP minus 3. Yeah. We've seen how lethal that can be. We like, have. just little pot shots, and that's why the Eldar are so dangerous, is, like, <sighs> even their most basic weaponry is lethal. Yeah. Um, there's like always a chance it's like really really dangerous. Um, I think this was oh, this was it's funny because we're recording this right after the big FAQ. One. Yeah. Um, talking about this like the the 40k FAQ, it's like I know it's night and controversial. Day. It's night and day. Yeah. Reading through this, mostly I'm just stuff. like yeah, I'm just like I'll oh, just download, check it out. It's all good news. Let yeah. me read you my favorites. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm ex- like I'm super excited. I know it's a little thing, mm-hmm. but I'm excited to get the aspects on the intercessor. Partly because I yeah. I just was like, why can't I use it? I right. got a guy with an aspects. Yeah. Um. So I'm really excited about that. I like that my imperial guardsman can take a medic now. I was gonna say because you must be really was, happy about that. I can't remember if I've told this story yet, 
on the chat. I don't think I'm you gonna have. tell the story. Yeah, go I think ahead. I might have told it in the in the first podcast. I'm gonna tell it again because yeah. it was devastating. In the Imperial Guard T's free kill team, they showed the Katachin Command Squad as like the perfect kill team, mm-hmm. which it's like it's got a medic and all that. I definitely told the story. But you, then when it came out, you couldn't take a medic. And mm-hmm. I'd made a, I'd modeled a medic and I'd written a whole backstory for a kill team around yeah. this medic who had been like he'd been like the doctor on Katachin who went village to village and then like war some war called him away, but he sort of, you know, applied his trade amongst the troops and was yep. also like a father figure because he, you know, had this bedside man. All this. Yep. And then when I realized I couldn't take him, <laughs> I had to rewrite my whole fluff uh, for the team. So yeah. now it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. But that character can exist. He can exist. And luckily, I want him to. we haven't done any games with your guard yet on no. the channel. No, we haven't. Um, we've only done written, or you've yeah. only done written games yeah. with them. But, yeah, um, it'll be, yeah. I'll, I'll see. I don't yeah. know how worth it a medic specialist is, but well, it's, it's, it's cool. More I like just, that I can do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think that kill team is like it's a casual enough experience yeah. where you can just make choices for yeah. f- fluff reasons yeah. and it's like not punishing yeah. like i i my tau kill team that i made has a veteran in it it's like i yeah. definitely should have a comma specialist and not a veteran yeah. but like i like the idea that there's this breacher who's yeah. like been That's through cool. this crazy stuff yeah. and and he like he's sort of just a mentor who leads the team and yeah. stuff like yeah but uh, yeah, it's it, that's. I think that you know the the nature of kill team is that like it's nothing is is so crippling where like oh you made one mistake and yeah. the game's over. Yeah. Which yeah. Um, sometimes I hope it, 40K I hope it stays like this way. I mean, I, I would love to see forty k get to a less I don't want to say contentious, but a point where it felt less like of a I don't know. It feels like a bit of a mess right now as yeah. far as like you've got these soup armies Mm -hmm. they don't they aren't responding in a decisive way it's sort of creating the spreading problem kill team you don't have that problem i mean straight up there's no soup in kill team right which part of me um not to get off topic part of me kind of wishes there was and i'm hoping maybe with like the commander's expansion um that might change yeah um if you haven't seen that that was like an expansion that was um, teased on Warhammer community a couple weeks ago yeah. where they're basically introducing sort of um, hero units to the game for use in like specific missions. So it won't just be, they won't just be everywhere. Yeah. Um, but I'd love to, to be able to like have an inquisitor leading some great knights or guard or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I hope maybe there'll be some sort of exception, but the great thing in kill team is um, in matched play. It's just like single faction, right? It's just your Imperial guard or your, you know, space Marines or whatever. Yeah. Um, which means you don't have to worry about, weird interactions or anything exactly between books yeah it's 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 frustrating because like obviously 40k all of that comes from how completely robust that game is like there's so much content in 40k and it's really fun to be like oh you have infantry and you have tanks and you have mega tanks you know it's like you you have things at every level yeah and kill team strips that back which makes the experience like a little purer and a little simpler yeah and way more balanced because everyone just has infantry well i remember how um when I when we got back into we're going so off topic, but no, that's when okay. we got back into the game, yeah, um, 
into 40k you just yeah into 40k i hadn't played in years yeah. and i think you literally just messaged one day and we're like hey i'm gonna start playing 40k again you yeah in? and i was like yeah okay you know yeah. i dug out my gray knights um yeah you had time, some of the new town models yeah. and one of them was the storm surge and one was a riptide yeah and like we hadn't seen models of that you know yeah the biggest models that i had when i'd been playing as a kid were like the Lehman Russ battle tank. Yeah, the Devilfish was the um, biggest thing at the yeah. time. Yeah. So, like, when those first came out, I was like, oh, I don't really like where this is going. Um, but now, I'm like, you know, they're cool. Yeah. With the advent of 8th edition, I think also, well, with the exception of Knights now. Um, yeah. You tend to see them less than you did in 7th. Mm-hmm. And I think now they're cool and you almost kind of just bring them as like a centerpiece yes but like you said totally different feel in kill team it's like you know exactly what you're getting yeah um from a balanced perspective you don't have to worry like it's cool and and it's it's fun reading this faq and just being like oh cool they're adding things they're adding yeah. the things i want yeah, yeah. and not having to be like oh no yeah the faq is like only good news yeah. at yeah. this point it's just like it's clarification like, oh, nice. yeah and and you're like what you were just saying, like you're comparing your unit that you're bringing to like 30 potential opponents. Yeah. As far as like enemy model options. Yeah. In 40 K you can't even calculate like the (laughs) number of things you could come across. And the, the power of these huge things means that your elite armies can just be vaporized. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why Grey Knights feel so bad yeah. is because like that's why you, that's why you dare to say that they're flimsy. That yeah. you you dare to say they're fragile because like in Kill Team and we've seen it. Grey yeah, Knights are not. awesome. Yeah, they're Space really cool. Space Marines in general are so yeah. durable. We'll get the Grey Knights on the on the channel for some Kill yeah. Team. Yeah, we did um, some pre-channel game yeah. and. Uh, it was, it was them, super fun. Harlequins, and uh, Death, Death Guard. Guard. Yeah, and that was incredible. Like really fun game. It, the the Grey Knights feel so intense yeah. and and so and the smile was really good. Scary. You cannot like it, like it can't be overstated. The power to just be like bam, mortal wound yeah. at range. Like yeah. that's you get like because so you're in the good. fight phase or something, and. You know, you just slap someone yeah. dead that's in yeah. combat. Like with they you. charge you, but then the psychic phase follows and first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really good. It's we'll definitely really do it on the effective. channel. Yeah, so, yeah. They're a lot of fun, and they'll be a part of the campaign mm-hmm. too. We yeah. we've got big plans for most of the armies that we all collect. I never so. imagined that I would be saying really fun and gray knights in the same in the same sentence, sentence again. Yeah. It's really unless you were saying. Grey Knights aren't really fun right now. <laughs> <laughs> or if I were talking about a Grey Knights matchup and I was saying it was really funny, but you cut off the quote. The, yeah, really yeah. fun. And then it yeah. sounded like you said really fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, I don't I don't have anything more to say about that. I don't you. either, really. Yeah, I that's... think it's good. I think if you're um, a Kill Team player yeah. who is doing like a league at your store, yeah. definitely um, check out the designer's commentary as well. Because... Yes. Um, clarifies a bunch of stuff that are yep. definitely questions we run into. Yep. So like it, it'll come up in your games and you'll have the official answer. Yeah. Um, and if you're playing a campaign 
yeah, there's a page on campaigns and they clarify what their intention was. Yeah. Because I know we weren't the only people confused oh, by yeah. like, how do you build your roster? Right. Um, how do you pick your team? And I, th- um, et cetera. I think really another benefit of, of these releases on Games Workshop's behalf is that it um, sort of uh, gets rid of the, the notion of like rules lawyering. Mm-hmm. Like, the the more they simplify and then even further elucidate what they yeah, meant right. um, as intention right. of behind the rules, the less you can go and play with a stranger and run into this potential <laughs> problem of yeah. them being like, oh, it doesn't mean that. Like you know, sometimes you hear like horror stories of these right. these guys or girls who are like obsessed with. Right. Finding um, some loophole finding loopholes that yeah that mean that they win or they get so bitter because they think you you exploited something yeah. that and you just thought you were following the rules yeah. or whatever. Yeah, this, think, the kill team designer's commentary. Yeah, in that respect, yeah. like you're saying, it's awesome because you know it's all here. It is. It's a bit long, and a lot of the questions are like if you read the book, you probably knew the answer. Yeah, um, if you read it carefully, what. I don't mean to say like, oh, if you're right. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you could eke out what they meant. Right. But this just says, like, when you looked at it and said, I think that's what they meant. Yeah. I've read this it a bunch of times. This helps clarify. Now here they're just saying, yeah, that's what we meant. Yeah. And it's awesome because there are so many rules in that book that I read through. And I had that experience of, like, I think I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, for instance, and like. now I know either yes or no. Yeah. For, for instance, like that, an example of that was when we, our very first game we, we filmed, we um, had the injury table yeah. rules wrong regarding yeah. who does it yep. because the book had it sort of weirdly organized. Yeah, it was like on the following. Yeah. It was on the preceding page and like it was split into. Yeah, um, yeah. And Jesse again, again Jesse, pointed that out. Yeah, so, so we, we, but here it, yeah. it explicitly states like yeah. basically it gives you a little thing to say you really are basically always rolling on the injury table yeah. if you're the attacker. Like, yeah. and yeah. I think that's like an awesome clarification because if people were coming into it and they didn't have some, you know, they didn't have the, the Jesse's of the world, yeah. like uh close reading to actually it. read yeah. the rules for <laughs> um or or like they just hadn't close read it or, yeah. or whatever or they're or they're in a bubble and they, you know, they don't yeah. have enough people that they're interacting with. That is super helpful yeah. for people like that. It's and, a really, um, yeah. And there's nothing against, I'm not even, I'm not trying to say anything about like those kinds of people aren't doing their due diligence. No. Like it's a game. It's so much. And to there's read so and much skim to read. through. And yeah. And, and this is great because if you're someone like me who skims, yeah. you can now catch all the things you missed. Yeah, exactly. Um, and on the note of like, we've brought up Jesse like four times now in this. <laughs> I just want to say, like, I am so, so grateful to him yeah. for being such an active participant as we're just getting started. Yeah. I mean, he's like 80% of our Discord commentary <laughs> is Jesse, and it's incredible. I'm not, that is not in any way detrimental thing to say. Like, no, he's, awesome. he's been such a huge supporter. I know he, he's already said to me, like, oh, you didn't need to, you didn't need to call me out or whatever, but like, Really, we wouldn't. It it gives us even just so much more enthusiasm to know there's someone out there listening. Yeah, 
that isn't just the four of us that are making this <laughs> channel. So like, I don't even think Tyler's listening. Yeah. Tyler, pro- I don't think he has Rick. <laughs> I, Rick's already told me he's not caught up on bat reps. Um, so Jesse, you're a bigger fan of our channel <laughs> than the channel. I just want you to know that. Um, yeah. I, I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful. And I'm really grateful too, that like all the content we've made so far has been free so that you can just have it. Cause I don't, yeah. I don't want him to have to, you know, he's, he's already giving us something by being a part of it so far. And I'm just glad you've been able to get everything so far for just, you know, the, the the price of admission is just you being a participant and you've been so good. And like, I'm just so grateful. I know I'm like, I'm stuttering over myself right now, but I am just super, super, super appreciative. And, and not just you. I mean, we have a small, like a very small collective of people who've tuned in so far, but they've been, amazingly supportive i've i've had like no negative responses to anything yeah. and well i'm usually not uh we're not super off topic but i'm usually not someone who like gets i'm not very social at all yeah um but just the handful of people who who have been in the discord it's i felt like comfortable and i yeah. wanted to talk and yeah, yeah it's very cool um, y- yeah the discord everyone's been super cool it's it's not like you know it's a it's, it's an of a just starting, you know, sort of experience right there. Yeah. It's um pretty uh nubile. But I would say like it it's clear that it's starting on a good foundation because yeah. like everyone's been so positive and everyone is supportive of what's coming in. I know this is like sort of a separate topic from what yeah, we started totally. this this uh podcast, but I just yeah. I just really felt the need to like yeah. say a little bit of thanks and I'm sure Jesse's gonna hear this because yeah. he's Well I think if we're we yeah, I promise we'll stop after this. But if we're being honest, I feel like we're definitely at this point just recording these for, for Jesse. <laughs> yeah, Jesse, this is your personal <laughs> podcast entry number three. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eventually some other people will listen, but for until now then, it's just until for you. then, Jesse signing off. <laughs> Um, no, really just thank you so much. And, and to everyone else too, I mean, Dave too, who, um, super active, super active and, and just super, super supportive. I mean, like, you know, we had friends who we started this hobby as, as kids in middle high, middle school, high school. And, um, you and I in elementary school, which is crazy to think about. And, um, and you know, we, sort of lost touch with these friends a little bit or just yeah. distance came between us, yeah. but um, seeing them come back out and yeah. just be so supportive yeah, just like because of what we're doing. And yeah. And it was almost like cool. they were just lying dormant right. until they saw we were doing this and they're like, Oh, it's time to like interact on that level again. And yeah. that's so, that's so exciting that this yeah. hobby can help people like that. Yeah. Interact it's a great and, way to like connect again with people and with, yeah. with people you might otherwise not. Yeah, I've just lost Which, touch like, with it. There. To bring it back to the topic of Kill yes. Team, it's what I love about Kill Team because you don't, and like I'm not, again, like none of us are super competitive, but you do sometimes get that, there's almost a stress feeling in a game of 40K because mm-hmm. like you put so much time and work in. Yeah. And like you just want to do, you just want to play the game. Yeah. And then like it all falls apart. And especially if you're playing with like people you don't know, like if your army's just, you know, a, you're doing, you're having a bad game where it can yeah, be stressful. Yeah. Whereas Kill, I haven't had that experience with Kill Team. It's right. just like, I feel like I probably wouldn't because I'm not, again, I'm not very social. Yeah. But I feel like I could go to a store I know. and just play with a stranger and it would be like easier cool. than like, if you were, yeah. What a great way 
to connect with someone else about the hobby. Yeah. Um, which is not to rag on 40k at all, but it's just like picking up the skill team at FAQ and going through it, and it was so different. Yeah. It was so different. It was just like, this is a totally different game. Yeah. Like, it's got the, it really the Warhammer 40,000 header, but it's a totally different and it's game. And it's got the lore and the aesthetic yeah. we love. Like, that's why we were sucked into 40k yeah. in the first place. But... It it is a different system, and it, yeah. it I think it promotes a different yeah. style of of player. And yeah, I would love to get. We should definitely do a, a league if we find the time. Yeah, just for fun. Yeah, yeah. just for everyone to see just random factions play. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'd get a, I'd get a kick out of doing a little bit of like the organized. After glancing at this, I yeah. think it could be fun. And it would be interesting to talk about our experience in the league versus here, the yeah versus like how it's been at home and casually yeah. and stuff, and um. It would really be our first experience doing uh, gaming outside of our friend circle. Yeah. Um, it could be really interesting. Now that I've mentioned it. I'd... We probably won't do it. No. Yeah. Maybe we can just do a league with the two of us. Off. Yeah. Let's just do us. Yeah. yeah. I've, I I know you. So. Yeah. Well, this went from talking about the Kill Team FAQ to talking about how great Kill Team and the community is. And Jesse Which is. I feel like <laughs> is a good... <laughs> segue i think that's a great segue and i i just wanted to have a little sentimental moment there because i this has been a lot of work this channel um so far and i the thing that makes it worth it is a my passion for the thing that i'm doing which is it's different than like, you know, working hard for a day job or something. It really, when you, when you love something this much, it, it, I've, I've never felt so tired and also never felt so excited at the same time. It's a really interesting combination. And, um, and B like, it gives me, you, you know, people responding are, are something that gives me energy. Yeah. It's very encouraging. Um, and it's just been, it's, Oh, it's just been, um, you know, it, it's a small pocket of people who are seeing what we're doing, but it's been nothing but positive. And yeah. it's just, that's just been so, so nice. So I'm just very, very appreciative of yeah. everyone that's, that's been there for us from the beginning. And He's getting very emotional. I'm, cr- I'm crying. It's a little uncomfortable. So much. I think we should stop. Um, yeah, we can cut it off there, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I um I just want to say thank you one more time, <laughs> and um you can find us on all of the things. Uh, yeah, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're watching. We're, we're you. watching you right now. Yeah. Um, while you sleep, mm-hmm. I hope you're not sleeping while you listen to this. Please, yes, please don't. Please don't do that. Just, um, that's too much. And uh, and you know, turn around real quick. That's that's us too. Yeah. And um, we're the guy that just cut you off on the road too, yeah. and. I am sorry. Yeah, Jordan apologizes yeah. for that. Um but uh we're on uh realistically, we're on Reddit, we're on Instagram, we're on Tumblr. Um we're on YouTube, obviously, that's where the videos are. And uh Podbean here with the with the podcast, hopefully iTunes soon. Still waiting. Still waiting. I don't know what the iTunes deal is, but no. we'll see. Yeah. iTunes if you are hearing this, please help. Yeah. Of course, they won't hear this because we aren't approved. Precisely, to be on they iTunes, won't listen. Yeah. To, they can't listen to podcasts that aren't officially sanctioned. By that's 
That's why they can't approve it because they can't listen they can't to listen. it until where it's is approved. It? Yeah, where Got is it? it? They are saying so they can't hear it yeah. to approve it. Classic. It's anyway, a catch twenty two. It's this, so this is us forever now. It's yep. our life now. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um. So uh, and Facebook, obviously, we're on yeah. Facebook. Um. We try to remain relatively active on all those things. Um. I try to be as responsive as I can everywhere. Um. But it's, he's just one man. It's a little bit of a one man show. So, um, as much as I couldn't do this without without Jordan's regular contributions on the podcast or the or the channel, or without um, Rick's work on the website so far, or without um, Tyler helping in ways you'll probably never even see, but he's been a huge help logistically speaking. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a champion. Built us all kinds of beautiful shelf work and stuff to hold all our models. He's just, he's amazing. Yeah. Um, and, and all of this comes together, um, so that we can try to make something that is entertaining to you and of a relatively, uh, moderate amount of quality. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I know I went off on a huge tangent here, but I just, I just wanted to get all that out there, at least in, in one form on one of our things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. And, uh, we will hopefully be back very soon with another podcast update and, uh, let's, let's just see what we're interested in next time. I can't wait. I'm, I'm already dying. Oh, I'm dying, Jordan. Oh my God. Until next time. Uh, thank you so much for listening and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye.